Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Enlightened Bitches. I'm Julia. And I'm Claire. This podcast follows the lives of two women who have formed an uncommon bond through parenting, recovery, womanhood, and fierce personal growth. We are on the never-ending search for enlightenment, but we're taking our attitude problems with us. Everybody, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> Seinfeld jokes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Enlightened Bitches. Tonight we are going over a loose topic. It's going to go loose, loosey goosey, loose, loosey goosey. Uh, it's going to go a lot of places. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. I think it all links together, though. It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. There's This This is why it's so loosey-goosey, is because there's so many things intertwined in it. Totally. So you're in for, like, a joyride, and it's going to be very interesting. Sweet. So I am Julia, and I am here with... Claire. And uh, to introduce ourselves, I always make you go first. I'll go first this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yours is much longer. Like... <laughs> so that means I should go first. 100%. Um, my name is Julia. I own Pretty Aggressive Industries. I'm a pretty aggressive recovery coach. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified transformation specialist, and now a <coughs> COVID operator. Right. Uh, no, um, <laughs> certified nutrition coach. <laughs> and <coughs> certified nutrition coach, and I'm also the published author of Beyond Damage: How to uh, Aggressive Recovery from the Toxic Mother-Daughter Bond, as well as how to parenting beyond your damage both available on amazon and i'm here with claire yeah i'm claire and i'm a cat tamer <laughs> really because yeah. i'm a pussy tamer oh sweet <laughs> i just thought of that one when i was petting the cat i was like that's it i'm gonna give myself that title i'm the cat tamer you've been petting cats fuck i miss petting pussy <laughs> you could pet more pussy than dick i know i uh, i don't know that's true i'd probably enjoy it more yeah, and I, I feel would... like you could catch it more, um, being a success a successful woman. Uh, I could. I'm looking. I'm looking for. Hey, ladies, listening. <laughs> you can catch me at prettyaggressiverecovery at gmail dot com. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm single. I'm lonely. I'm extremely talented. <laughs> but we were talking about Claire. Oh, right. in my community and damn fucking good at it yeah we'll go with that i'm not feeling that this week but that's okay which which i'm i'm lead, i'm working uh if anyone oh if anyone finds the cure just just uh email julia and then she'll forward it to me okay i'm looking for the cure on how to like get people to quit using and just like start bossing their lives get people to stop using yeah well you gotta f- fix their trauma okay that wasn't the cure i was looking for so yeah. if you got another one for me Send it to Julia. Okay. She'll send it to me. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> uh, if you have a cure for addiction, yeah, um, which I feel like I do, but you deal with a whole different level. Well, and, and that's just it. See, that's the thing. That's my struggle is that um, when it comes to the average Joe Blow, like I full feel of like, blow. yeah, full of blow. Um, I feel like we can rationalize, talk sense, communicate, build, grow. Um, and then become enlightened like we are, like we can recover from our damage. Yeah. But when you add in, you know, mental health 
complications, you add in uh, um, fetal alcohol syndrome, yeah. you add in all these other, like even just low cognition. Yeah. Uh, and you add all that in, it's recovery becomes a lot more challenging. Well, fetal alcohol syndrome and like neurological damage, those those things have a cap, right? Like those are a, Yeah, and then That's you, not a nurture wiring, that's a nature wiring. Yeah, and then when you add in like community people and community advocates that want to help these people but don't understand that they can't help these people and then you can't tell them that they can't because you can't break confidentiality and it just gets very complicated. Yeah. I think I think the difference is you like your clients that you work with a lot of the time you've got a big roster of them that don't want to get better. Yeah, but I like those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones I actually enjoy because they're honest. Yeah, and they want to be functional. Yeah. They just want to keep their use. Yeah, and I'm good with those ones. It's the yeah. ones that the that spark that that state they want to get better and then community advocate people are like all over it and then they instill ideas on what these people should what getting better looks like to them and you, you, it's it's not really feasible right well and because they're not trained professionals so they think that getting better is becoming an average Joe blow like how recovery looks like to an average person right um and when these people are not average people and there's more complications and then they want to recover the same way an average person does. Right. It And they've got the idea and they don't understand why they can't. Yeah. And then it's, you look like a shitty person because you tell them you can't. <laughs> and it's not, and I'm not, and I'm never saying that you can't, but it it's just, it's not the same process. So yeah, like having that person think that they have one process on the go and then for somebody to come along and go, well, we need to kind of take this detour to take that detour to get there. Right. They so don't want it. Like you know? people who don't have a background in being able to like triage someone. Yeah. Uh, or basically. have have any medical background. Yeah. And they don't understand that some people have like mental cognitive or like neurological caps. Yeah. And the course they need to take to become um self-reliant and move beyond addiction to what their capabilities are without addiction versus people who totally have the potential to get beyond addiction and then start thriving like there's a totally those are different categories of people yeah 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 and to have someone highly uneducated who's just like a volunteer Mm -hmm. in society with not enough understanding and background in that yeah fucking with their shit and mixing the groups yeah right yeah it's not helpful no um no there was some other random thing in there that was, yeah, it's, don't worry. I have people who try to approach me as well. And they're like, I want to change. I'm like, okay, let's start that process. And they're like, I really just want a codependent relationship with a life coach. I'm like, I'm not here for you. Like, <laughs> hit, hit the curb, bucko. Fuck off. A codependent relationship with a life coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you can't pay me enough to start a codependent relationship. Like the, the program is three months. If you can't, if you don't want to start living your life on your own after three months and you want to employ me forever, go find a talk therapist. Yeah. Like they will be there for you forever. Yeah. I'm not here to suck you dry. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and that's the other thing is, and that's the other thing. Most like these, these, these people that can't recover, they just want to be loved. Yeah. Like they, such as everybody. Yeah. Like they just want to be loved, but they, they, 
they just don't understand it. Yeah. Well, they, want- they don't even know what codependency is. They yeah. just don't get it. There's a lot of people raised without love. They have no idea that that's... That's the ones I deal yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they uh, intrinsically know they want healthy love, but they have no idea what it looks like. They don't know how to give it. They don't know how to receive it. Like it's... Yeah. And yeah. it gets really messed up, folks. Like it gets really <laughs> messed up. It's uh, hard. Yeah. It's a hard job. Yeah. Both of our jobs are difficult. Um, I yeah. think... I think I'm, I'm like more in the personal training and nutrition coaching realm. So yeah. I'm getting like a lot of people who want to change now yeah. and like who are pretty capable of it. And like yeah. you're dealing with a lot of people who are struggling at a high, at a high level, yeah. struggling at a very high yeah. level of struggle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Um, tonight's, right. tonight's topic though, is definitely about people who are ready to hit like a thriver zone. Yeah, for sure. Mm. So tonight's topic is how to enjoy life on your own terms. Correct. And it brings in a lot of stuff, such as our values, such as self-acceptance, um, and being able to manifest our own realities, um, setting boundaries around our values, um, living in the present moment, being genuine, um, self-awareness, mm-hmm. and being genuine. Yeah. And you talked about optimism and pessimism. Yeah. Optimism yeah. and pessimism are yeah. definitely... And, um, in there. and it's funny when I think of optimism and pes- pessimism, I think of like, um, like pe- pessimism, I think victimhood, like, yep. Yeah. And optimism, I think thriving, like just like, yep. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think, I think we should start, um, is to, I think the starting point should be how this idea came about and then, cause you have a good story on that. And then what it, when you suggested the idea, what I thought about. Yeah. Because it's really funny what happened was between us that we we were looking for a topic and I brought this topic up because of a very particular um, situation that happened with me. And then you really connected with it because at the same time you were going through not even like a very different experience yeah. that had the same message for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll share, I'll share my story. So last, last Friday night um, I was, working on my new nutrition program and I was alone um house sitting at my friend's house I had my laptop out I had pens and art tools and was drawing up a business plan and I was drinking kombucha because I'm like three months pregnant so I can't have wine and I'm not sure how the business plan would have turned out if I did (laughs) Um, it would have had a lot of like drink one glass of wine yeah. Oh, I can check that box. Yeah. Wine has a low glycemic index uh, rating. Um, yeah, I was like in my PJ. And it was like a Friday night at like, I don't know, 8.30 or 9. Mm. And so I had a friend um, from out of town text me and be like, hey, like, how's your Friday night? What's up? Or I might have texted them and just been like, hey. And I sent him a picture of what I was doing, of like my table spread and like, um, and he asked do you ever enjoy yourself or do you just work? Right. And I'm like, what? Like there's a smile in this, in this photograph, like in this <laughs> selfie of me, I'm smiling. Um, but I realized that it's a Friday night. I'm in my PJs and I'm alone, like just on the outskirts of town, like doing work. Right. And I messaged him back and I'm like, I do enjoy my life. Um, I, yeah, I enjoy, I, I have fun. Um, <laughs> Like I'm trying to (laughs) rationalize this. Um, And I explained that I just finally found in my life 
like I'm finally doing something that I enjoy all the time. Mm-hmm. So the job that I do now, the not the job, the, the service I provide the community, what I've created in my life, I enjoy. I, would, I told them I, I wouldn't rather be doing anything else on a Friday night other than being in a heavy metal mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Like that would be, that's the only thing that could top me creating my next project or me working on my next project is being in a heavy metal mosh pit like, <laughs> on a Friday night. Which um, you can't do because you're pregnant now. Uh, one they don't exist and two you're pregnant yeah that's true uh, i probably shouldn't go into mosh pits while i'm pregnant yeah that's right um and <laughs> so but i i had I've, I've had this happen to me repeatedly where mm-hmm. people point out that it looks like i'm not a very fun person right um and but that doesn't that's not the same thing as not having fun correct and it's something i've actually struggled with is people's perception that I'm either not a fun person or I take life too seriously or I work too much mm-hmm. or I'm, and I, I've had to, um, move into a self acceptance of that. Like I, right. I look at, I watch you ever like, since we've one become friends and two moved in together, um, to have you compare yourself to me and been like, God, I wish I was as productive yeah. as you. And for me to compare myself to you and be like, fuck, I wish I had as much, like, I, I wish I, like, carved out or, like, took a stance in as much recreation time right. as you do. Yeah. Like, you, like, on a Tuesday night or something or Thursday night, you used to, like, take yourself out for tacos. And I'm like. <laughs> I miss that. T- I was thinking about that tonight. I really miss my taco Thursday nights. I really miss that we never, like, have dinner dates together as best friends. Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like. Getting yeah. myself takeout tonight, like ordering myself a steak and picking it up and bringing it home was like, that's a giant treat. Like I yeah. never do that for yeah. myself. I'm always like hardcore meal prep. Like yeah. that's, but that's what I do enjoy. Yeah. So this is where it comes from is people's, other people's view of how I live my life doesn't look like I enjoy yeah. myself a lot. Like right. I'm, like I'm having a good time, but, and I've allowed other people's view of that to kind of like infect me a little bit sometimes it used to that I used to agree with other people that I don't enjoy my life or have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. but I also like I had to start rearranging what I love and what I enjoy and what I value so a lot of people are like oh like sitting doing a puzzle by yourself with like an empty house and I'm like oh I really enjoyed that yeah like I really enjoyed no one being in the house and like completing a 500 piece puzzle in an afternoon yeah like it might not look like fun, but no. that was fun for me. Like that was extremely enjoyable. Um, and like on a Friday and Saturday night or like all Friday and then all the way through like getting up in the morning and getting back to a project I'm creating. It's exciting for me. Right. It's a rush. It's a thrill. It's yeah. watching what I'm creating, watching what I'm building. And I enjoy that. Right. And um, my structure and discipline, these are things. And, it took a long time for me to, um, one, understand that what other people think doesn't fucking matter. Right. <laughs> and, and two, that me enjoying those things is, is fun for me. Right. Like for me to blend into that. So yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting journey. Like as I recovered and as I pulled out like what I value and like what fulfills me mm-hmm. because there's enjoying yourself and then having joy. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. And I think sometimes people's view of like a fun person 
that they would like to have fun with. Like, I don't really want to go have fun with a bunch of fun people sometimes. But you would want to go have fun with people that enjoy the same things as you do. That's right. Yeah, and you do. And you pick those people out. And you pick their brains and you enjoy them. And yeah. you enjoy the dialogue and conversation. And Yeah, so, that's right. So. so, like, the way other people view fun when they make comments on, well, it doesn't look like you have a lot of fun. I'm like, no, sitting around watching How I Met Your Mother and having a bunch of drinks and, like, or chilling out at a bar with a bunch of DJs, like isn't and like listening to four four beat top forty music, is not fun for me. Yeah. Or like going to a beach party or something or a river party where like everyone's shit faced and like all their damage is laid out on the ground, like fucking spread on the sand, like pebbles. Like no, that's not fun for me. I don't um, mind those parties every once in a while. <laughs> when, when I've got time to waste, sh- yeah, they are super fun. Like. <laughs> Thrown on an Nanaimo dinner jacket or a Canadian tuxedo and fucking yeah. going down to the river and then just get like going for a rip there, eh? But yeah. like, yeah, I like that. And like drinking straight out of the bottle. Like, yeah, that's super fun. If it's not like shitty music. But <laughs> um <laughs> I you know, I'll go to a, a nice fisty cuff every once in a while down, <laughs> at, the, down at the pub. Like <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, I've 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 had to discover what I what I really enjoy and what I really think is fun and embrace that and Mm. to not, not wish that I was some other way, which is another big part of it. But that's what, that's what this topic brought up for me was, was a lot of like, here, here's actually what it brought up for me was if I only saw myself the way other people did, if I used the words that other people described me as in my own internal, internal dialogue, what a better place I would be. Oh, okay. So, so elaborate a bit. In, yeah. in the sense that, <clears throat> meaning that people are, so I think a lot of, a lot of this living life on your, on your own terms is, um, I look at it, uh, I look at that a bit different than self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. So self-acceptance for me is that I struggle a lot with my body image. That's a huge thing I've struggled with my lot, a lot of my life. Mm-hmm. That's, I think one of the biggest things I remain, that remains a struggle for me in recovery uh, other things I have grown, I accept, I, I embrace. There's a lot of those things that I excel at, but self-image is one of the things that I struggle with. So, mm-hmm. um, so when I talk about, um, I talk about other people's dialogue and including that in, is that people don't judge me as harshly as I judge myself. Mm-hmm. So, including if I only didn't, if I only spoke to myself as kindly as other people speak about me. I would be in a lot better place. That comes to the self-image perspective. The living life on life's terms, though, um, is something that I I think I excel at in 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 a roundabout way because I like I I I I set my I set my goals. I set what I want, and I I kind of take what I want. And I think that's been a big thing in recovery for me. Is like, what do I want? What do I what do I want needs? Like we talked about in the last yeah. last one was it? Or yeah, two? our last podcast. Yeah, so I really like in recovery. I've really looked at what do I want, and what I want is a lot of like freedom, like adventure. Like, and did that develop out of, as a recovery method against you being a people pleaser, like trying to do what other people think you should do, or or what other people around uh, you that you care about that you want them to have, and now it's more more selfish, which is in in a lot of um, moments is a good thing for people. Um. No, I think I just stopped. 
I think I just, I think I stopped wasting time, like in a roundabout way where I stopped, um, I had, I started finding more free time and like looking at that free time. And I think that finding that free time came from eliminating friends that were like, so yeah, I guess maybe stopping people pleasing, like eliminating people that I went out with that weren't serving a purpose. Yeah. You've stopped like going out and spending like 16 hours being wasted with like eight of that sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like just looking at like what I want to actually achieve in a weekend. So like yeah. even if I took like last weekend where you got in trouble for from a friend for like blasting out your work, <laughs> and I carved the weekend to just spend by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did do things like watch TV, and uh, I went to the gym for an hour and a half, and then I came home and watched TV and just like lounged around, and then, um, and then. The next day, I took myself on a beautiful hike for like two hours, and yeah. then, you know, bossed out the uh, rest of my day and visit, caught up with friends that I hadn't caught up with yeah. in a long time. So, like, um, I think, and that that's that's where part of this led to, like, um, for me, this topic led to also values and like, uh, and that's kind of how how I like pick what I want is from my values. What do I value out of life? Mm. Um. So, and then, but then it was funny because then when I went to that, like, what do I value in life? I also shit on myself a lot too about my own values. Oh, because, um, because I I shit on myself about have like having to know, like having them concrete and set. And like, I should have them concrete and set in my recovery and that they're not flexible. Like I I almost go to this, like, well, I should just know, I should know what all my values are and not, not realize that like I can gain values through experiences and that like I can continue to grow my own values and, and I change can, them and, and lose yeah. them and yeah. trash them and but I like I'm I'm one of those people that I'm like like in my recovery process and like I should just have them I should just fucking know them like how do I not know them by now like I'm I've been like working my own recovery for over a year now and I should like I should have them by now oh just a year yeah just a year just a year and just I should I should just have them now like I should <laughs> Like I should be done this and I should be done that. I should be doing this. And yeah. so like, yeah, it's one of those things that I, I shit on myself about my own values. I still, and sometimes don't give a fuck that I, I couldn't list my values. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like I think about living life on life's terms, I think there's a like so much to it. And, um, but it's funny when we do like break it down, like a value of mine is recreation, spare time. Yeah. Um, a value of mine is nature. So like yeah. for me, getting out into nature is a huge important part of my life. So so I carve time for that. Uh, yeah. A huge value of mine is independence and I don't get nearly enough of it. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say, and that's the thing that like I, I get envious of people that have like endless and those people, it's, it's because it's, it's all this acceptance. Those people that have huge amounts of independence crave the opposite like they crave what I have sometimes oh not always some people do yeah crave people crave people around them and sometimes they don't have that so yeah and a a bunch of a bunch of this topic um or a large element of this topic so let let's do this um the the major overarching like umbrella topic is how to enjoy life on your own terms yeah. So there's a bunch of like category elements of this. Mm-hmm. And one of them is understanding your values. Yeah. Is a, is a core element of how to enjoy your life on your own terms. And another section would be 
self-awareness. Okay. Um, so, which comes under understanding your core values. Mm-hmm. Um, but having them. And you talked about setting boundaries on core values. Yeah. Um, and also another part of it is like being genuine. So knowing who you are and then actually acting on who you are. Yeah. Cause a lot of people can know exactly who they are, um, and either be in denial and be fighting it yeah. or know exactly who they are and be trying to change them or involve themselves as being their ideal self, someone they imagine yeah. or wish yeah. they were. Yeah. Um, and that, that was part of my journey. Like, yeah. um, I've had that in another Oh, it happened, which is how my business name came up pretty aggressive, is people kept telling me, like, throughout my life how aggressive mm. I seemed, and I always tried to, like, shy back, and, like, I tried to control it, and then I just, I fucking couldn't, right. <laughs> like, until I finally embraced it, and then the amount of compliments that came back to me for mm. being how I am, right. uh, being confident and in people's faces and aggressive and assertive and, yeah. like, kind of that larger than life personality or um, also being super proud of how productive I am. Mm. That a lot of that was um, a struggle to achieve. I like that. It's one of the reasons I used to drink so much is to stop myself from being so obsessively productive and to feel like I always had to be doing something and to go have fun in quotation marks, Julia's (laughs) quotation marks to go have fun with other regular people other regular people yeah. um, in, in the way that other people see fun. Right. And I was really robbing myself of a lot of opportunity. I had to be um, enjoying who I am. Right. And that, that's a huge element being able to enjoy our lives and being able to enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tough because I know a lot of people who don't enjoy who they are. Right. And, but who a lot of, I find a lot of the time that people aren't enjoying themselves are people who are pretending to, to be, be someone else. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people are spending a bunch of time hating themselves is and like not enjoying their life, it's because they're trying really hard to not be, mm-hmm. I don't know, their genuine self or yeah. trying to be someone else. They might not yeah. be because they don't know who they are in the first place. Yeah. They're lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, what was, what was the second part in there? You, I was asking you about setting boundaries around your values. Because well, you talked about that a bit. Should we talk about values in general? Should we just start by talking about values and how we form them? Uh, yeah, that? actually, because I'd love a lesson on how to form values. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I could, I could start that off with asking a question. Um, do we form values through engaging in things and then figuring out how we feel about it i think we form values on engaging in life okay what does what does that look like so life experiences so engaging in life just living your day-to-day life can form a value so we form values from our growth hmm. uh like our family like our our like early like from birth we start forming values from birth right and what about so a lot of the time people's blueprint which is such something you mentioned yeah um like your comment was how our blueprints dictate our terms for for our life enjoyment yeah and i think as we as we start at the childhood age as as we like to um that when we take on values from other people values from our parents values that we're raised with 
um, that those can really fuck us up. Yeah. Well, that's stages of growth too, though, right? Yeah. We, we have stages of growth and we take on values from our parents, regardless of whether we want to or not. That's just a part of a stage of yeah. growth. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it can fuck us up. And it does fuck us up sometimes. Yeah. Especially as we go through, like, that adolescent stage and we start testing mm-hmm. all their boundaries and values. Yeah. Um, things like hard work or earning money a certain way or um, – Keeping our blood relatives, even if they're abusive, versus forming our own tribe and forming family through bonds and time and space shared um, and commitment. Um, Values in um, keeping, like having a creative outlet, values in health Mm -hmm. um, and movement and activity and exercise in our bodies. Um, Value in items and stuff or property versus value in freedom and... um, like a nomad lifestyle all sorts of different types and as we battle our parents if we just simply take the blueprint and cookie cutter ourselves into it and don't challenge it um later in like very early on in life that can start fucking with us yeah right as we we get lost because we don't because they're not part of our core yeah so or they're not something we actually believe so like Yeah. yeah it's not our core yeah like you said and not not understanding it so not understanding why, yeah. which I think is a huge part of um, core values is if you don't have a why, um, yeah. why do you value that? I, I don't know. Like being, being healthy and active is good for you. Yeah. Is, but why? Yeah. Well, because it's going to help you live longer. Why does that matter? Yeah. Well, we want to be alive as long as we can. Yeah. Well, why? So that yeah. we can enjoy our time on this planet why you know like keep keep digging yeah um and yeah to to carry through that exercise and that's developing the self-awareness and developing our each own genuine core values yeah 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 so after playing playing the why game to figure them out what about figuring them out through enjoyment though uh yeah okay talk about it yeah so like if you uh, so one of the, my values in like is nature. I didn't actually know it was a value of mine until I like actually spent a lot more time out in nature. Right. So I actually like I I ventured out. I I enjoyed it, and I was like, wow, this is something like I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't ever want this to go away, and I want to keep doing this. Um, and so I could why that to death, but ultimately it yeah. feels good. Like it is, it is, it just is a core value yeah. of yours, yeah. regardless of what the why is. Yeah. There's hundreds of whys yeah. for you. Yeah. So I feel like you could form core values in just through enjoyment. Yeah. Um, and, and the testing as you started with that, like yeah. people who feel like they don't know what their values are, they need to go exploring. Yeah. Do you really value attending live music do you really value the arts do you really value alone time do you really value being with family all the time like yeah and there's lots of people that I meet that are like are you big into music and I'm like oh no I'm like (laughs) I I mean I love music don't get me wrong um but I'm never gonna be that person that's like oh and that band and 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 I saw that band in concert and I did this and I did that and I'm like and I literally just sit there shrug and it's like it's like right over my head but you start asking me like about mountain shit and I'm like, yeah. And then I want to go climb this mountain. And I want to explore this mountain. And I want to go hike this and I want to go do that. And so like interests 
interest can be become a value. Like, mm. so like, I think interest and values are similar in that regard. Like you can value music because of all the things that it brings to you. It feels good. Right. And when you listen to it, so you can value independence because it feels good when you spend time alone or and have a passion about it yeah yeah you become passionate. so so the interest isn't just it's not just an interest now anymore it's a value of yours like i i value alone time and i never thought i would right um and i value being an independent woman i don't i don't want to have to rely on a man for anything and so let's talk about because this is this is where um recovery where recovery comes up Right. And where people start needing self-soothing mechanisms and where people um, sometimes find or it's evident that they lack tools Mm -hmm. is when we're not meeting, when we're not filling our own values, when we're not participating in them Mm -hmm. um, is when people start to get agitated or where they are living an agitated life. Right. Is because they're not one, either discovering what their values are. Or two, they're not in. They're not participating in enjoying their passions and values. Right. So, I know what you're like when you don't get to go hiking for quite a while, yeah. or when you haven't been on a hike. Yeah. And you know what I'm like when I haven't produced work in a while. Right. Like I get super fucking shitty. Yeah. Like I get really yeah. low. I yeah. get a low mood. I get a bad attitude. Yeah. Um. Or when I haven't been like surrounded by a bunch of people I love. Right. I even notice that when I start listening to music that's just like on autopilot, and I haven't been indulging in metal music, I get shitty. Mm-hmm. And then I notice a huge transformation when I start regularly putting on metal music in the car instead of just like whatever's on my kind of like recent liked playlist. Right. I I actually my mood gets more upbeat and like my cognitive participation in my life actually increases Mm -hmm. when I'm participating in things I, I actually value in life. Yeah. My uh, cognitive uh, participation in my job increases when I actually put distractive toys in place. If I take away my cell phone and I put distractive toys in place, like a fidget spinner or like a stress ball or something. And I have that around and I'm actually trying to do something like chart. Yeah. And I have that there. I'm more likely to pick that up and, fiddle with that and think about what I'm doing like at the like what I need to write than if I my cell phone's there because if I get in if my cell phone's around and I'm like start looking up then I'll just get lost in looking shit up on like mm. just like I'll go to zoning out right but yeah so I figured that out so <laughs> good for you so I mean like I mean I just think it, it I can I think that goes to that self-awareness piece is what I'm saying that ultimately that comes back to self-awareness and um, and I think ultimately, if we think about living life on life's terms, um, doesn't it go back to our like one podcast that goes to what do we look like when we're in our optimal state? Yeah, um, being yeah, and being grounded. Um, so, and then I think it, that goes with like understanding that when we're living life on life on our own terms, we are thriving. We're in our thriving state. Like we're enjoying. Yeah. it. and we're identif- We're we're looking at all the place uh, the things we're respecting our we're respecting our values or we're embracing them and we're fine-tuning them and we're um and I think the whole idea that I came to with the boundaries thing is like we're setting boundaries based on our values so like yeah um that's where I go with that boundary comment so if someone's coming into your life that is not aligning with your values um you're allowed to be able to set a boundary up and be like 
I, I don't have time or space for you. <laughs> like yeah. ultimately, um, that may not be like a boundary, but that's, that's not really a boundary. But what I'm saying is you are allowed to set boundaries that protect your values. So yeah. And I've definitely, I think through you watching me date the past few months, yeah, you've seen me have to be super hardcore about that. Yeah. And, and it's also, um, part of like, in order to be able to set boundaries, you need to know what they are. Yeah. So knowing what you value. Yeah. Um, but I see, I see a lot of people living their lives and, and this is kind of where my, my story started with my friend's comment where he's like, do you like, do you ever have fun or do you just work? Right. And to have to explain to someone else like this, this is how I enjoy my life. Right. This is what I value. I, I am having fun. Yeah. You just can't see it because your version of fun, like what you value is different from me. Yeah. And that can be really hard, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're either like making new friends or hoping someone's going to become your friend or trying to get into a relationship with someone mm-hmm. that when they're like, you're kind of fucked and you look at them and you're like, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> like, and I, I come along and I'm like, everyone's fucking fucked. So. Every, everyone's fucking fucked. Um, but that's there's probably a coffee mug out there that says that every everyone's kind of fucking fucked yeah everyone's just a little bit fucked yeah um (laughs) uh, but yeah it's a it's a major thing where the past few months i've definitely uh especially since covid and like becoming highly structured and through that i lost my other like major relationship over my value of like wanting to take time out of my relationship and a little bit of time off work um to get a book published and like the other person I was with just like didn't didn't get it right they didn't and and for them to be very upset that it looked like I was placing or to them they felt like I was placing a higher value on my project than I was on our relationship on them Mm -hmm. and um for that to become a major divide between people forming relationships yeah um and it happened a lot in dating where a, a few specifically one person um didn't want to be with me because I was doing a surrogacy Mm -hmm. and uh my my value was placed in what I was doing and what Mm -hmm. I was offering to someone else and Mm -hmm. their value was on um like aggravated that they that they wouldn't be getting a child with me out of it and I'm like well like I I value them giving something else to the universe for someone like I value helping someone build a family that's right. unable to build it in the way that they want to right with without my help without yeah. someone's help like right. mine and yeah looking at someone else like it just just disgusted me <laughs> <laughs> that so having having other people's um I find a lot of time like rejection and disappointment and um, not enjoying someone's company comes a lot out of um, your values not meshing. Right. Yeah. So how we view other people, whether they're having fun or not. Yeah. Sometimes we we try to impose our values and our view of what life is about um, for us. And if we watch someone else and we're like, no, man, like, ugh, like, yeah, like you're you're going about life the wrong way. It's like, no, 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 like right. that's not for you to decide. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of what um, I see people attempting to like find their soulmate or find their partner. Yeah, a lot, that's what's happening. Yeah, oh for sure. And um, but that goes back to our like that also goes back to our tribe comment where like people are searching for their soulmate. They're one person that's gonna fill everything, and right. that's not a thing. Yeah, that's a that's a misguided value that they have. 
So my yeah. partner will be my best friend, my soulmate, yeah. my, my love, yeah. my like everything. My and I shaman, think, my, yeah. my apothecary. <laughs> so I think like that's the other thing is that we can have different values than other people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. And like honestly, uh, enjoying life on our life terms is that sometimes embracing other people uh, that are totally yeah. different than us. Well, and, and being that's that's another huge part of recovery is being able to function in relationships with people who don't share your values and still enjoying them where the values do cross over. Right. That's a huge part of forming bonds and connections in a healthy way. Totally. Um, as people. The, the unhealthy love is when we insist that another person's values, certain ones that they don't share with us are wrong or yeah. fucked or yeah. whatever. And to take that out on them. Yeah. Yeah. So, which we see a lot in toxic relationships. Yes, we do. Um, especially if someone like really values playing video games <laughs> and someone really values and the other partner really values having the house clean every Friday. It's before you go into the weekend. Yeah. And someone's already like your other partner's already started their weekend and like wants to relax on a Friday. Like your values are different. Yeah. But if you take it out on each other and that becomes a fight, like, get, like you either need to figure out the tools to mesh that and like coordinate yeah. and, yeah. um, what would be the word? Uh, coordinate. Um, compromise. Yeah. Or detach from it. Detach from it. Talk about that. Well, um, in the sense that, like, you can just detach from what they're doing. You can accept them for what they are, accept that that's what they like, and you detach from that experience of it. So coexisting with someone in a house, you don't have to. It doesn't always go, like, it doesn't always go your way. So, yeah. like... I think detaching from if, if that's something they're they like to do and it's something that drives you absolutely bonkers, then you need to detach from it. You need to figure out your mental capacity to detach from that. Uh, yeah, I can. I hear what you're saying. Um, what the example would be like I was just using if someone likes to come home on a Friday and like that's when they start playing video games yeah. and you like to come home on a Friday and like you they value relaxation and they take that in the form of video games like. Friday, five o'clock, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to be doing to relax. Yeah. Whereas someone else who comes home on a Friday is like, I'm not relaxing until the house is spotless for the weekend for me to enjoy the home spotless. <laughs> it's like, you you can't fight with each other about it. Like, you kind of yeah. just have to be like, I value the house clean, so I need to do that. Yeah. And they value relaxing, like, with video games as soon as they get home. So that's... That's what they're going to be doing. And yeah. it's like, it's not a fight. It's not an argument. It's not a compromise. I feel like it's they accepting. Just, that, in that relationship, people just need to get a house fucking cleaner. Yeah, get a house fucking cleaner. Yeah. It solves a lot of our problems. Yeah. Getting a maid. Yeah, Holy. it's great. Well, yeah. we both shared that value. <laughs> <laughs> Paying someone else to do it. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> I bumped into Alexis and suggested she get a house cleaner. She's like, I'm too OCD. I she, yeah, she too- can't. She actually enjoys it, but then hates that she has to do it. But she actually enjoys it. Well, she she used the words, I'd rather pay someone to look after my kids while I clean. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've told her that numerous times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We're, I wonder, I can't remember exactly how we, how I roped pessimism and optimism into this. Because one of the things that we also mentioned was um, allowed to have our values manifest them allowed to have our values to manifest them and enjoy them yeah so i think the manifestation of like uh well even just living life on life's terms so like manifesting what we want 
and and then and then embracing it as it comes in and enjoying it. So um so coming at it from people who have a lack of enjoyment, people who aren't currently enjoying their lives. Or if there's parts of your life that you're not enjoying. Yeah, parts of. Parts of. So manifest the shit out of it. Be like, I believe that the so that depending on how how you want to manifest it. So for me it would be like, I believe that I uh that this that I that I'm missing this part. I believe that it's out there. I believe that I can find it. I believe that it'll yeah. present itself. Yeah. Um, and whatever it is, then that's what I'm presenting to my universal connection, my greater belief than me. Um, and and then when it shows up, being being able to accept that and enjoy it. Oh, you've got such a woo-woo way of explaining that. I need it more, like more analytical. And it's funny because I know exactly what you're saying because I, I've listened to you so much. Like I know what you're talking about and I just have such a different way of explaining it. Yeah. Um, because we have very different beliefs in how that yeah. looks. So yeah. in my, in, in my other way of explaining would be like that. I like for me, if I'm lacking something, I'm uh, first off the, the clear way of doing this is that I attempt to control it. So, um, I, I attempt to be like, well, if I only did this, this, and this, then it will happen. So I struggle with doing this, this, and this till it doesn't happen. And then I go, I give up. (laughs) It's never going to happen. So I go to pessimism. I'm like, it's just never going to happen. It's the worst. I'm awful. (laughs) I tried this, this, and this. And then I go to like my program and my life skills of recovery and I shove it into that system and I go, well, only if I just accept it that I have a higher power, a universal connection, someone that's walking with me, guiding me, supporting me, loving me, showing me empathy, showing me compassion, showing me this, that's not me. Um, then I can ask or, or basically ask for it. I can ask for them to help me with it. I can ask for them to provide me love, empathy, compassion around whatever I'm lacking and voila, it fucking presents itself. (laughs) And it's, it's, it, the, the comparison of like how I operate with my life and like my structure and analysis and, and I engineer things. Yeah is my approach when I'm lacking something or I'm not getting what I want, I start looking at like my miniature habits of like my daily actual activity. So it's a lot less of a spiritual thing. It's a lot more in my actions and behaviors and my schedules. So I start um, looking at whatever I'm doing that's preventing me from bringing in what I want or me accessing what I want. Cause a lot of the time I don't believe I bring things in. I believe I go out and I hunt and I capture really is like my, the attitude yeah. and my viewpoint of how I approach life. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm lacking um, a feeling of like my tribal love, which yeah. is something I really value is like having lots of people around me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't just, I, I won't compare it to yourself. I'll just say yeah. what I do. Yeah. What I do yeah. is I, I create a habit like every day I, I choose to like, and I mark it on my calendar and my agenda, like text one person you love and just thank them for who they are. Right. And like, just thank them for being in your life. 
and the amount of shit I get back from that or the amount of connection I've mm. I've just gone out and hunted and collected yeah um is exactly what I'm looking for yeah. or if I'm like I'm like I want more money in my life I'm like like what are the six steps I can do in like four directions to make that happen and then I go participate in each of those activities I believe will bring in an abundance of finances yeah um I don't um that kind of manifesting the energy doesn't work for me or like talking about it that way I really need to um take an action-based step and then to follow through and to like build a habit yeah, my um, actual base step is trying to control it and it's <laughs> <laughs> not working. <laughs> um, but ultimately, like when I say I'm trying to control it, I'm trying to I'm trying to make something out of nothing. And so when I attempt to make something out of nothing, then I, I, I guess I find what I'm lacking in that. And mm. then that's how I will manifest it usually. And usually that's me like writing my frustrations down and yeah. identifying through the writing of my frustrations what I'm actually like, what I actually need, what I already have likely that I just don't acknowledge that I have. Right. So it's, it's one of those things for me. It always usually starts with a, I'm frustrated because I've been trying to control or I've been trying to do, and then it's not working. So (laughs) I feel like I, I usually find myself in a pit and then I need to like, um, externally process as like someone sees me in like a, Hey, how are you doing like these days? And I'm like, not good. And they're like, oh, what's up? And I'm like, bop, 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 bop. And then they're like, huh, have you thought about or what about? And I'm like, problem solving. That's the next step. Okay, let's do that. Like, what what do I actually need to change in my routine, my life, my like what's verbally coming out of my mouth, like mm. the idea I have? What am I not participating in that I should be? Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so in, in the like umbrella of, of the topic, um, how to enjoy life on your own terms is one understanding. I, I feel like we kind of need to like, sum, like summarize, summarize it one more time, um, is understanding the, the pieces that create enjoyment yeah. in one person's life and how yeah. connected that is to, um, joy. Yeah. And, um, that I think we need to talk about how it's a little bit separate from fun. Okay. So, and how it is and isn't. How how enjoying your life is a little bit about fun and what that looks like for someone, but enjoying your life isn't just about having fun. No. But for it, some people it is. Yeah. Again, yeah, totally. So, um, then, a lot of people mix that up because that's, that's what happens with me is when people look at me, they're like, it doesn't look like you have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, and so, they mix that up with me not enjoying my life, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, but then I, okay, but 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 then I go back to our values. What do we value? And one of your values is production and work. And yeah, um, and I'm not saying that one of my values isn't work, but another one of my values is a lot of recreational time. Yeah, traveling, snowboarding, getting on the hiking, back of the motorbike, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all that stuff. adventures. Yeah. That's a big value of mine. So I carve that out. Um, a lot of my, some of my time is spending time with my daughter. Some of it's avoiding spending time with my daughter. <laughs> like, so I, I mean, like, honestly, like it goes, it goes back to what we value that creates the enjoyment out of our lives. So yes, fun looks, but fun looks different to everyone. And then, yeah. so, and some people do some, 
some redneck Nanaimo redneck dinner jacket people they they enjoy just like hanging out in the bush and drinking beers by a fire. Yeah, that's their fun. That's one of their values. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I really think that being on the back of a motorbike or or learning to ride a motorbike or riding my own motorbike is tons of fun. But I don't think I'd necessarily trade that for working on a project that's really exciting me. Like that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's it's all about what you value still at yeah. the end of the day. So yes, you can separate joy and fun. Um, but fun looks different to everyone and yeah. enjoyment of that looks different to everyone too. Yeah. And everyone's, and that's, that's another concept is like time. Like everyone's time looks different to each other. Yeah. Each, each person. Oh yeah. That's one of my biggest fights with other people is about time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and sometimes like, sometimes you'll, you came home today and I was still working at five and my shift ended at four thirty, but I was still typing away at five. I think I even almost typed till five thirty. Like, yeah. Um, but that's that's just it. Like, time is flexible. We 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 did we do what we want with our time, and how that looks. So, and that's what will help someone define their enjoyment and set boundaries on mm-hmm. their enjoyment of yeah. their life. Right. Totally. Um. There's another part in there. Um. So people people who aren't currently enjoying their lives. What do we, what do we have for them? I tell them to start looking inward. Yeah. (laughs) I tell them to start looking inward. So if it goes back to the, like, you're not enjoying your life, you need to start looking at what you value in your life. Yeah. I remember, I remember very distinctly and this stood out for me so badly. I showed up to a girlfriend's house for my child to be at her child's birthday party. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? And she looks at me and she kind of like does the bit of the like half pout and like a shrug and she goes, good enough. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I just looked at her like it it shocked me to my core. Just her like response of like, I'm like, how, like, how are things going? She's like, good enough. I'm like, that's fucked. That's <laughs> super fucked. I never want to be there in my life. Right. Um, where you're just like apathetic about um how good things could be for you yeah um and like (laughs) yeah so so if you're not enjoying it like when you're showing up to experiences and you're not liking them then maybe reevaluate why you're showing up to them yeah so Um, i think that's a good place to start is like looking at what you're not getting enjoyment out of your life at and oh i just read this in shantaram and it was like a very interesting lesson as he walked through um a thought experiment of do we ever do the wrong thing for the right reasons? The wrong things for the right reasons. Well, wouldn't that be the wrong thing for the, is that like, okay, so that I can take that two ways, but one of the ways I look at that is the wrong things for the right reasons is someone else's terms. Uh, yeah, kind of. So the example given in the book is if a man was holding a knife to your mother's neck, mm-hmm. um, can like, I just say killer? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can, I interrupted. Um, if, if someone's holding a knife to your mother's neck, do you, do you, and you have the, the means to shoot that man to, to save your mother, would you do it? I mean, not your mother. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> and not mine. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, take her. <laughs> like, 
you can have her. That's not a threat. Can we be friends after? Yeah. Can I help? Can I um, have your number? Yeah. But <laughs> you're doing super hot. <laughs> it's like that Archer episode where someone's trying to kill Mallory and then they realize he's got a boner. <laughs> Sorry, that got off track really fast. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah. Would you so would you hurt the... would you would you murder the man to right. save your mom? Right. But murder is wrong. Right. Yeah. Like regardless. Like yeah. It's so like you've murdered someone. Right. And it's not even self-defense. You're defending someone else. Yeah. But murder at all. Like kill, taking yeah. another human life. Yeah. But you've done it for the right reason. Right. So people do the wrong thing for, for the, the right, right reasons. reasons. So like I used to do, I used to go suffer my family events. Yeah. To, to do what I thought was appeasing the rest of my family. Yeah. And or to like carry on a relationship with my mother because it was like the right thing. Yeah, the right thing to do. But really, it's the wrong thing for me and the wrong thing for everybody, really. Yeah. So when people are participating in that, um, that can make them really fucked up, even though they they think they're they are doing it for the right reasons, but they're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And the other thing that I would tell people is try new things. Hmm. Try new things because even if you don't like the new thing, you might find someone that you like at the new thing, or you might find, uh, if I only maybe did this of the the new mm-hmm. thing, like you you find little branches off of it. I did that, that with hiking. Yeah, where I found out I really fucking hate doing like long uh, hikes with a super heavy backpack, but I really enjoy alpine hiking with a light backpack. Yeah, and I'll do that for like eight hours. I'll go straight up with like ten pounds on my back. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do long, like flat-ish walks with thirty to forty pounds on my back. Long flat-ish. We've never done long flat-ish. I know because I told you I don't want to. Yeah. But I'm like, I will go overnight hiking with you if I have this these types of structures yeah. within it. Like, but I'm even no- but even then, you've we've done two I think together, and one you liked more than the other. So like, yeah. So there's lots of different things. That, like you can modify it. That's I guess what you're yeah. saying. So try new things is what yeah. I, I say. I also found out I don't like hiking without direction. Like I need like a place that we're going and we need to get there. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't like wandering. I really fucking hate wandering. I hate getting lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I dislike yeah. that. Yeah. So but well, but it was it was worth figuring it out because I found out what I really do like because now I'm able to compare it. Yeah, but what? we found where we were going. You just didn't want to keep going at that after that. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I was really agitated after being lost for a bit. I really didn't like that. And, and and I just need to tell everyone, we were lost for probably half an hour. Uh, not even. Not even half an hour. We were lost for an hour. Not even. Oh. Not even. Okay, that's not the point of this discussion. <laughs> Correct. I don't value hiking while lost. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> not I, interested. I think, but that's the thing. Just try new things. Uh, and, and get lost. Yeah. Get lost. Get yeah. lost in yourself. Get lost in uh oh openness, open mindedness. Yeah. Have some open mindedness. Um, every time you're like, I don't want to, or that's beneath me, or um, and what about and I and no, I'd never or stop using them. Challenge yourself. Yeah, I was just talking to our other friend the other day, and she kept bringing up the words like uncertainty and like unknown and she was getting really fucking bothered by it yeah i was like you know what the opposite like that those are the scarcity words yeah unknown and uncertain yeah and the opposite abundance words of those are like limitless opportunities yeah 
like and just like and freedom yeah right so when you're in the unknown and you're in the uncertain it means you have so many limitless opportunities there are no limits yeah and to go go find them go figure it all out yeah and endless solutions yeah so um yeah i think we so okay so that was tools for people who are in the place of not enjoying their lives correct so uh so when we're enjoying life on our own terms we are we're following our what we value uh we're protecting what we value by setting boundaries um yeah and if we're lost we try new things and ask why and ask why um and And other people imposing on our enjoyment other people's impression yeah to the self the self-talk the self-acceptance that's that that's that the self-acceptance of where we're at and that's what led me to present present focus yeah so self-acceptance um so understanding that like um be living like being being accepting of yourself in a present moment Mm. um and including that in your dialogue um is is a big part of for me for living life on my terms is uh it's one i struggle with because um i always am one of those people that if only if only Mm -hmm. if only i you know was 10 pounds lighter or if only i had achieved this goal then i'll accept myself at those moments Instead of just accepting myself as I'm building to those moments. Okay, so that's something else I really want to bring up um, is when when we aren't enjoying life, yeah. um, or to to recognize that we don't have to enjoy everything we're in the process of. Yeah, as long like if we value the outcome that we know will happen or that we're trying to work towards that we're trying to make happen. So there's this big thing that was given to millennials, this big fucking idea, like um, find a job where you enjoy the process. And it's like some of the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. Like find a, like find a job or get a career where you enjoy the every day, like not just the money or the prestige or the, like the title or whatever, go get a job where you enjoy every single day you show up. And I'm like, fuck no. That's not a thing. Like there's, there are going to be, or like design a job where like, if you own a business, that's where you get to do the things that you hand off all the tasks you don't enjoy and get to only do the part of the job that you do enjoy. When you own a business or run it yourself, you give someone else the bookkeeping someone else, the people management, and then you just get to carve the driftwood. Like (laughs) fuck off. That's not... That's not a thing Yeah, that you, that in places in our lives, I believe this, this is a value of mine and it doesn't need to be a value of everyone else's, yeah. but I highly recommend exploring it. Um, <laughs> in other words, I think you should agree with it. Uh, or it might not even be a value. It's just maybe, it may be um, a fact of life that there are going to be uncomfortable points of our life choices and our journeys where we don't necessarily enjoy what we're the activity that's current or the struggle that's current, but we value the outcome. Yeah. Agreed. But I also think that while you're getting to that outcome, it can't all be bad or the outcome is not, is not going to, you're never going to get to the outcome. Uh, yes, that's, that's a valid point. So, Um, 
I think, I think part of it is, uh, is some, is instilling some self-acceptance along that journey. Yeah. Because there's definitely like points in the gym where I'm like, I, I'm not enjoying running. I'm not enjoying lifting this weight one more time. I am not enjoying, um, like having to fucking be in here for a two hour session today, but I really value and enjoy the outcome. Yeah. And even if I'm in there struggling, yeah, I'm still there because I I value what it creates. Right. Um. So and that's and that's comparable to me like hiking up a giant mountain. I'm like yeah. I don't love huffing and puffing while I do it, but I I I fucking enjoy the nature. I enjoy the journey in in yeah. in that regards. I enjoy the scenery all along the way. Um, and I fucking enjoy the view from the top, but I'm not going to rush from the bottom to the top and not enjoy it along the way. Cause that's not a thing. Also in a way bigger picture, enjoying our lives. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of building to have what I have in my life now, like you, yeah. like being a good, healthy parent, yeah. like, um, being separated from my husband, like getting the job I have right now, like yeah. it took me time to get it. And uh, I had to go through school to do it and like so all that sort of stuff and continuing to grow like I hope I continue yeah. to grow so and also the the relationships that I've built and like the recovery that yeah. we've both done yeah there are a bunch of fucking uncomfortable unpleasant there's a lot of failure yeah like fucking launching my own business like there's a ton of like stress and anxiety mm-hmm. about failing about not making it about mm-hmm. not and the worry of the future state of like not becoming what I am right. imagine or envision becoming. Yeah. Um, but while I'm having those failures, while I'm having those struggles, while I'm losing relationships, while I'm struggling to be vulnerable in the ones that I want to build, while right. I'm um, learning more about my child, all of that, I'm I'm still enjoying my life totally you and I have both found that place a lot of times where Mm -hmm. we've we've dipped into dark places and be like I'm very unhappy or frustrated or angry or sad or grieving today yeah but I love my life yeah yeah so for for people to be looking for like and this is this is uh the struggle concept is people try to look at trying to be happy all the time yeah that's a big new thing with uh gratitude and with our culture, trying to be happy mm-hmm. all the time is not the same as enjoying your life mm-hmm. or valuing your life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's not the same as people are trying to, like, I just want to be happy. It's like, that's not a, like, yeah, I that's, feel a, like, that's a mood. That's not a place. I feel like that brings you to your, like, optimism, pessimism kind of idea, so. Yeah, which I'm struggling to, like, grasp, grasp back at. I mean, um... If I'm if I'm gonna like walk through that, the yeah, I think that does have actually you're right, that has exactly the connection to people who think they should be enjoying their life at all times or at least having wanna have fun all the time. Right. Um that I think there's people who are mostly successfully having fun all the time. But yep. they're not responsible for a lot. <laughs> That's just my perception of what's going on there. Um, and people who are in a very dark place 
because they're comparing themselves to the idea that they should be having fun all the time or comparing themselves to others in general. Yeah. Comparing themselves to others. And it's creating that with how you mentioned pessimism is a victimhood mentality. Yeah. So those people are, are having a very dark view of their own life and having a dark view of how they, how their life is organized or what they're experiencing yeah. in a pessimistic way that that's that's a view they've created on their own yeah like past, like a bad life isn't just a bad life there's tons yeah. of people who have been through way worse um the quote i saw recently on it was if you're if you drowned at seven feet and someone else drowned at 20 feet you still f- both fucking drown like stop <laughs> stop comparing your trauma to someone else's trauma yeah it's not yeah. useful or helpful yeah um and it's not fair it's not necessary fuck fair um (laughs) it's it's kind of useless so um as people are having the view of their own life not being as great as it could be um or not being as great as they want it to be that's a attitude it's a mindset it's a viewpoint it's not it's the truth they're creating yeah um and they can untruth it they can learn skills um being an optimist is something you can learn and a yeah. lot of people don't know that. And there's actually a book written called Learned Optimism. <laughs> so. And you've just, you're cuddling the cat. <laughs> she makes me happy, even though she bites me. Oh, fuck, I hate that cat. <laughs> that cat gets no love while you're at at, uh, at your man's. Oh, well. Well, not a lot. She gets a bit. I'd say like 5%, 5 to 10%. She only wants 5 to 10%. I just like hairless pussy, that's all. <laughs> and that, she's not it. Yeah, she sheds like a mofo. Yeah. So mm. are we are we good on tonight's topic? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Did we get there? I think so. I think we got there. I think so. All right. Plus, I'm tired. I see that. Yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Julia's done. Like three months, like I've got a cap on my energy. <laughs> Whoa. There's a cap on Julia's energy? Whoa. I just need a power nap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you're good to go. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I have a client tomorrow morning. No, I don't. I've got therapy tomorrow morning, which everyone should participate in, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. So that's been another episode of Hashtag Enlightened Bitches. I hope uh, listeners got out of that what they needed. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. All right. It was a lot of, a lot of us just conversing. And rambling. Yeah. And rambling. I think it was yeah. fair. Yeah. It's a fair night. Yeah. All right. Good night, night everyone. everyone.